0: Welcome to First Time Through
1: Bookmark. Our place to talk about anything and everything while we read.
0: Um, Well, okay. Well, with that... Welcome to the first bookmark of season two. Woo. Clap, 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 Woo-hoo. clap, clap. Um, if you're just joining us for the first time this season, um, bookmark is a place for us to rest while we read. So essentially it's a way for us to continue to talk with you and converse with you and hear what you have to say, but without the pressure of having to read 280 pages of Mr. Mercedes to talk to you.
1: Right, because some weeks that's just not feasible.
0: It's it hard. It's hard. It is hard. It is I'm hard. not gonna lie. Between like a full time job and a puppy and like a significant other, like well, it's and it's, it's different like, than so reading 200- two hundred.
1: And it's different than reading 200 pages, 280 pages for casual reading, because we're like reading and analyzing and making notes. And so it's it's like going to school almost.
0: Mm-hmm. The amount of times that I'm like, okay, I got to remember this specifically for the re, uh, recap, because I want to remember it, like it'll be a good part of it, uh, is very high, to say the least.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Um, so um, we just wanted to start off this bookmark and say thank you to Kurt uh, Payne, uh, Kim's husband, actually. I'm not going to, like, we don't have to cut around that bush. Um, right. But he has an incredible art company called Who Knew Art, uh, and he has been designing our logos and most of our art for us. Uh, and just this season two art is incredible, isn't it?
1: It is. I love it. I'm so I satisfied it.
0: with it. It's so cool. And, just, and uh, he you know. had
1: such a good time doing it. He's, he's even got a couple of custom pieces for, when we get to specific books coming up. So I'm real excited about those too.
0: That's super exciting. Yeah, no, uh, I've seen one of them, so I can't wait to see what else it is. If you're interested in any kind of prints of those or anything like that, just let us know. Um, Honestly, if you're interested or you think that you have an idea for a good piece of merch, let us know. We're looking to figure out what exactly we want our merch to be.
1: Um, Besides pint glasses.
0: Pint glasses are definitely and We sold a couple of those at the convention. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty cool. We're going to talk about that here. That's like our big center point. Obviously, I mean, this bookmark is called "Live from the Convention Floor," um, but uh, just segueing into that, just want to say thank you to Jason Rager for the incredible music you've heard on the new episodes of season two. Um, mm-hmm. Those are incredible, outstanding, oh, stupendous, yeah. so much uh, fun, and mm-hmm. again.
1: He 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 wrote so much for it, and he kept sending us stuff. And it's like, no, this one's really great. We went this way, and he was like, but this one too, and this one too. So we. And then he was like, "What if I just you may hear some really fun things."
0: And then also, uh, I just feel like we do need to we neglect to thank this person every once in a while, but uh, Steve himself, thanks for writing seventy hundred books, so that way we have uh, enough content for ten seasons, at least ten seasons. And, And you know,
1: he'll keep writing and he'll keep writing.
0: And once we get to season 10, we're going to have to redo Misery at that point.
1: I I feel like that we definitely are going to need to revisit that. We're going to be different
0: people at that point. So it's honestly like unlimited content. And that's that's
1: one of those things that we've talked about throughout this is that, you know, I've reread these books at different phases in my life. And so they hit a little different. And in 10 years, they'll hit you differently, too.
0: Oh God, I can only imagine, especially if I happen to have a child. Right. Right. So many different, so many different angles that these stories would hit. The fact, like we started reading these stories, and two months later I got a puppy, that hit me pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just something that I did not expect. Like all of a sudden, I just related with the puppies in the stories so much more than I had before I had my own. So yep. it makes I can only imagine really ten years from now. Right, life um,
1: changes and job changes and living in different places. And
0: I was just just read through Mister Mercedes, and some parts of that just broke my heart. Oh, I just read through Frankie's backstory and everything. Oh yeah, Oof. I was reading it on my lunch break at work, and I was just you could just catch me in the like front of the building there's a little bench out there and it's just me crying on the bench just going Frankie (laughs) you deserved so much better
1: right oh my goodness yeah if you're interested
0: in hearing what we have to say about that next week on the 14th you'll be able to hear Mr. Mercedes too we'll also be completing our giveaway for um we'll also be completing our giveaway for what's it called oh man I gotta edit that out that's crazy
1: is as crazy does
0: um, we'll also be giving uh, Finishing up our av- giveaway We'll also be finishing up our giveaway For crazy is as crazy does An um, uh, incredible novel that we were able to talk about And uh, we're giving away a copy of it So uh, make sure you go over to our Facebook page And follow the rules to get involved in that um, You know, at this point We normally uh, we do a little uh, tease Of like what's coming up next but um, we have our one-year anniversary coming up, and we're very excited about that. So we've got a little riddle for you to try. Very trying. excited. Yeah, super excited. And also, like, just good job, Kim. Um, good job. Uh, just congratulations to us for making
1: yeah, it through a year. Yeah, I can't believe it. we've made it a whole year already. It could have Since been
0: so many less. Yep. And what we're at this will be the 30th episode I
1: think this is 30th episode so so yeah it's pretty amazing
0: that's super cool i was just looking uh i don't know if you use the podcast you don't i know you don't use spotify but the podcast app uh for apple um it separates things into the seasons and so it's just super cool to scroll through our podcast and see season two up there
1: well it's i guess maybe i'm gonna have to go download it on the podcast app too I have um, both of them on my phone. I just use so, Spotify. So
0: you can get us more downloads. You have been you you could have been getting us double downloads this whole time, and you're just sitting here not. I you're, you're single downloading well, us when you could I'm be double downloading. I'm terrible. okay. Oh, <sighs> you know
1: what? Look at this. It is downloaded in there. Huh. Oh, okay, I've got good. it set to auto-download. I imagine. Download.
0: <laughs> yeah, as soon as we started, I'm sure you did that. I did. Um, and I so did. I guess that leads us into the biggest thank you that we have, even bigger than Steve, and you'd be surprised Cause Steve's an important influence, but the biggest influence is just the listeners. Thank you so much for listening.
2: Yeah.
1: We uh, really appreciate you sticking around with us for a whole year and, uh, hope that you're around for many, many more share with your friends.
0: And I'm not going to pretend that like, I don't listen to a bevy of my own podcasts that, uh, sit there and say, thank you. And it, you know, and you can just be like, Hey, yeah, 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 I get to the content, blah, 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 blah. But, When I'm sitting here doing this podcast, it really does hit me that I'm only doing this so I get a chance to talk to all of you and to see what else you have to say. And it means the world that we get to do that and that you're helping us do this on a good platform.
1: Right. And and now I totally understand why all those other people go on with their thank yous because here we are.
0: (laughs) Right. So I have a riddle and this riddle, I wrote it. Because it's not particularly hard, I think, if you're going to know the content. So, for our first anniversary, we'll be reading a book. We've talked about it in past episodes. We've hinted at it. It's pretty obvious if you followed along. But, this book. Uh, but, paraffin wax, furlice, and a paper top hat with a flower in the band have what book in common? So that's the, that's the riddle. We'll post it up on the Facebook uh, tomorrow when the or today. I guess we're recording this the night before, but it'll come out yes. tomorrow. It'll come out um, tomorrow. So we'll post that up there and, uh, you know, then just see what your guesses are. There will be no confirmations or denials. Um, but we're very excited about it. So one more time, paraffin wax for release and a paper top hat with a flower in the band have what book in common? And just uh, let us know what you think. All right, Kim. What 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 is going on uh, with with our Facebook listeners?
1: All righty. Well, we um, we got a few responses. Oh, this hold on! Week. Before
0: you go too much further, you gotta we gotta re-explain it for the new people.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, so every bookmark <clears throat> episode, so every other week, I'm gonna reach out and ask what you're reading. I like to know what you're reading. If you're reading Steve, if you're reading something else, talk to us about it. So. We reached out and we got a few responses this week. Um, Paige Marie says she happens to be rereading it, um, and because she knows I'm a big fan, <laughs> it's gonna
0: be big. It's a good book, like it's a huge book. Um, it is a
1: huge book. So I don't know. I don't okay. know if y'all have heard this or not, but it's my favorite. <laughs> no, <laughs> um,
0: that uh, that or Christine, it seems to be.
1: Yeah, Christine's got a special spot because it was first. Um, Jake Campbell Garlic says he's still working through Doctor Sleep. Um, he said life's been a little crazy, so he hasn't had a whole lot of time to read. Uh, Susan Fetcher says she just finished If It Bleeds, um, but she especially liked the story that featured Holly from Mr. Mercedes. Uh, See, that's
0: what—that's how I knew, by the way. And yeah. like, it's—it's—it's it's, it's not a negative thing. I don't think it's such a like. Oh, no, like, it's going to, like, break anything. I think it's cool that, like, I get to pick up little things from everyone. And it's, like, I think that our listeners are smart enough to know not what to post.
1: Right, right. Yeah, nobody's posted any, like, real serious spoilers. And Cause I appreciate we'll that. Because will block
0: you. I'll block <laughs> you so fast. If, you don't, if anybody spoiled anything on the Dark Towers, they'd be blocked in a second.
1: Yehuda is reading Game of Thrones. Those are so fantastic. I read those several years ago and really really enjoyed him but i agree that i'm real concerned that george R. R. martin is not going to make it to the end um, i don't know who posted. We'll see. oh wait I I,
0: it tells you who posted it it was me i mean we've talked about it quite a bit we both love game of thrones mm, i've never read you. the novels yeah, i need to i need to read the novels but if he doesn't yeah, finish they're it they so good no, it's just it's gonna end up being J.R.R.R. Tolkien thing, you know. Like somebody will pick it up for him and finish it. it we'll we'll see the end of the day.
1: Uh, yeah. There's enough out. There's enough out there that we'll see the end of it. Somebody will finish it. But man, ugh, I just need him to get it done <laughs> and quit writing side stories. Just focus, man. Write the yeah, side, write, he's write getting story.
0: Very <laughs> distracted with the side but,
1: stories. Great novels. Absolutely. They're a long read. They're a long read.
0: Oh, then the the novel, the Mm -hmm. TV series doesn't do it justice.
1: Yeah, so... Um,
0: Definitely please like us on Facebook and go over there and uh, tell us what you're reading. We'll get into some deeper conversations about it. love to hear um, kind of some uh, deeper takeaways from it, like, uh, you know, what you're thinking about the book and what it's made you think. Um, So we didn't... I'm not going to lie to you. This week... For Steve News, Steve News coming at you live. So this week in Steve <laughs> News, right? Um, there's nothing. There's nothing at all. It's so boring. Uh, the most recent thing on Steve's well, website is from September 28th. Announced- but yeah, I was about to say they did announce two movies. Is that what you're excited about too?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. So the first movie um,
0: is a uh, remake
1: of Salem's Lot.
0: Uh, bada bing, bada boom. Yes, it is. And the second one is Firestarter, which I think it's also going to be a remake, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. You know, I, I feel like that a remake of Salem's Lot is well overdue because it was made, like, for a made-for-TV situation. Um, so, and it was in the 70s, so it was pretty low budget, and it wasn't real visually great.
0: So I ended up going, and I found an um, article on Rotten Tomatoes. It's an editorial And uh, it is just a list of all of the upcoming Stephen King movies and TV adaptations. So I thought it'd be fun. I'm just going to go through this for a minute or two and we can see. So the first one is The Boogeyman, which uh, comes from the Night Shift anthology. Have you read that one before? Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, Chapel Wave. Go ahead, sorry.
1: Mm. I'm looking forward to that. See, I feel like it's a small enough story to make a really effective movie. So, yeah. Okay, go ahead.
0: Chapel, wait, which we already knew about. They're talking about a Christine remake. In 2021, Deadline reported that Hannibal creator Brian Fuller would be directing a new version of the stories and that Sony Pictures and Bloomhouse would be producing. So, bum, bum, bum. The Dark Half. Um, which would be a remake. Um, it seems uh, Alex Ross Perry uh, as mm-hmm. the director. So he's done uh, Nothing That I Know Of. So that'll be interesting to see. Okay. Moving right along. Drunken Fireworks. Do you know this one?
1: I have read it, but it has been a while.
0: Firestarter, which we were just talking about, announced in... Uh, that uh, in 2019, Zach Efron's going to be in it. Uh, you know, I think it's interesting, too. Um, it's saying specifically in this article that it's been inspired by uh, Stranger Things is what they're saying it's come from.
1: I mean, Stranger Things is really like Stephen King and Steven Spielberg inspired. I mean, it yeah. really is. Totally. The Duffer brothers are obviously fans.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm interested, too, to see... Um, there's a theory. I don't know if you've ever read this theory. I read the article headline, and I never dug into it. But uh, there's a theory somewhere that's some Oh, Matilda is Carrie. That Miss mm. Honey is her mom, and Matilda is Carrie. And that after everything happens in Matilda, they run away, and then they move and change their names. Uh, okay. Maybe? Probably I not. Mean, Donnie DeVito not. might have been that in depth, deep in. Who knows? Uh, but moving right along, from a Buick 8, they said in 2019. So mm, that one's a couple years old. I'm curious to see if it's still happening. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm not sure how that one's going to translate.
0: As we get further down the list, too, it's like, you know, uh, the it says Hearts, which uh, it's announced in 2016. So, you know, it's starting to feel like these are further and further away and they're not actually getting to come out anytime soon. Right. Um, Oh, Overlook. I know that this one is very true, where they're doing it based on the hotel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see that, you know, especially because it's supposed to have some connections to the one that's going on right now, Castle Rock. Right. Um, Yeah,
1: and I think that that'll be a neat side story. It's like an expansion of the universe.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're interested we got um, go and check out this link we'll post it up on the Facebook page it's interesting there is a large amount of uh, just speculations and posts and it's all just uh, collected here in this Rotten Tomatoes article which is pretty great
1: yeah and there, you know there's another one listed here that it looks like it's been in discussion for quite a while that I would really love to see done um, the jaunt
0: is it Tommy knockers um, oh okay
1: no, the jaunt. It's another short story, and I just it, it. I feel like that it's the right amount of material to translate into a really nice screenplay, um, and could be really well done. So,
0: we went to a really cool horror convention this weekend.
1: That was so much fun. I had such oh yeah, a good time. it was
0: incredible. It was fantastic. So, we went to Fright Night Film Fest in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, we secured a booth. And at our booth, we decorated it with some of our podcast uh, pint glasses, and we got a banner, and we got um, you know some hot girls to sit at the booth with us, and some hot boys, and you know we just kind of hung out and passed out business cards and explained what our podcast was, uh, and we got a lot of really positive feedback. People really seemed excited about it, um, excited about the idea and the concept. We met quite a few people um we met four people actually too that uh, we're gonna um uh, we interviewed them asking them about mm-hmm. stephen king and stuff and uh, it was pretty cool um one of them had not read any stephen king so i thought that was interesting that it gave us that uh um you know I, i'm looking back on it as i was re-listening to it i wish i would have asked uh what do you know about stephen king like what are your stereotypes of him you know i feel like right. that would have been a cool question to ask
1: yeah, probably. And you know.
0: So just um, to make, just for the ease of transparency, I want to make sure everyone understands that we are going to be introducing all of these uh, interviews. We're going to record all of them at the same time, uh, and then I'm going to go in later and I'm going to edit them. So if the the opening of an interview is something like, oh, oh my gosh, what a good interview, Otto and Kim. That's why it's so that <laughs> way we can fit it wherever we need to fit it. So, with that in mind, so the first interview you're going to hear is from John Cosper, who is an author, screenwriter, and sketch writer. You can find him at johncosper.com. Mostly what he does is author books, which is a fancy way of saying he writes novels. And, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself, but that was funny. <laughs> um, and so uh we were lucky enough to meet and talk with him and he actually just produced a horror novel. So we talked to him about that and we were even lucky enough to secure one to give away. So be looking out for that here in the future. Um, now our friend Ronnie used to be a professional wrestler, is still a professional wrestler, maybe. No I um, used to be. Used she to used be. to be. So she used to be a professional wrestler and she had an angle where she uh worked with the Miz, if you know anything about professional angling. Professional angling, professional <laughs> wrestling. And uh, it, that uh, story is actually in the novel that he wrote, which is pretty cool. It's still so good, yeah. Uh, all right, so Autumn Mullins here at the Convention Center with John Cosper, or Cosper, yeah, Cosper. John Cosper, who is. I'm not sure, you have so many books over there on your table that you've written and are they all self-published or uh, how is everything, how are you putting out all of your work right now?
2: They are all self-published and I do dabble in quite a few genres, uh, I've been a theater guy, I've been a film guy, uh, science fiction and a number of other things, I've been doing pro wrestling actually for about eight years now. Um, So John just came over and gave us a copy of his new horror collection called Dead Park
0: Plaza, we're definitely getting a chance to read it and talk about it. what have you read Stephen King before
2: at all? Have you read much of his work? Not much of his work. When it, when it comes to horror, my main influence is going to be William Castle, okay. uh, you know Roger Corman. Uh, you know I, I love the old B movies. There's an old film you can won't find it on YouTube called It Came from Hollywood, okay. and it was like a clip show. Uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. It was a clip. You had, you had Cheech and Chong, Dan Aykroyd, yep. Gilda Radner, and John Candy. Basically, you a crash course on the history of B film, and it's everything from you know teenagers in trouble to aliens to monsters to gorillas okay, and everything. Okay. And so that's kind of my basis for you know. It, and, and I've always been drawn more to the comedy than everything um I love the stuff that Blumhouse is doing I think Happy Death Day those those are two of my favorite movies yeah. um I, I I really love that and that's 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 always that been a part of who I am yeah
0: yeah uh, I think too uh, one of the first things I flipped through and I saw this cool story it's uh, almost in a transcript style which we have uh, you know we're very familiar with it there's a couple of parts of the stand that were written in a transcript style uh, Revival had a moment that was written in a transcript style uh, and you told us a cool moment like what how did that transcript story like come to be and how did you create that
2: the the story itself came to be, my, my dad passed away in March, and uh, shortly before he went in the hospital, he was in the hospital and gone within, I mean, literally 16 days, but oh, wow. a few days before before he went in the hospital, and, and we knew he was even sick, he woke up one morning and texted me, hey, I've got this idea, what if this guy gets a new job, they, they put him in a desk, and he puts a new cartridge in the printer, and something prints out saying, you're in danger, the place you're working at is not what you think it is, and uh, the idea kind of sat and percolated for a long time, and then actually over the summer, started thinking about that idea, and realized I had two or three other. Their stories that all took place in like an office environment, just as ideas I'd had. I've worked in cubicles for a long time so, you know, and it, 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 no, no slide on the people I've worked with, but you know, ideas come to you, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you, know, you know, I've never worked with any monsters, I don't think. But, uh, monsters you know. are pretty good at hiding from what I've learned. This is true. This is true. And that's that's kind of the premise of the book, too is you have this innocuous four story office building, you know, and over the course of 30 years, these weird things happen. And, it, and kind of the premise is, you know, somebody's collected all these stories of things that have happened. That one particular story is all told, it's, it's just a series of emails. Okay. Uh, and then also, you guys remember ICQ? Anybody chat on ICQ way before AOL Instant Messenger? No, I have no yeah, idea yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Yeah. So uh it was yeah. it was at there's that Right, right. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just told, told in, you know, instant messenger transcript, you know, the, the early dial-up. But One story is told that way. There's another story. Um, I've had this. It's been a joke, you know, for a long time. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I'm going to write this. Uh, the story is called Lord of the Files. And the premise is, the boss dies in the morning, the whole office goes tribal. And basically it's two of the co-workers, it's their journals telling the whole story of what happens during the day is, you know, this department turns on that department and this manager rises up and then they overthrow that manager in a worse team of managers come That's in fantastic. and everybody's ready to go to war and, and both have, of those stories are both of those are Dead in Park there. Plaza by John Cosper John where can we get find your workout? you can find it at uh, oh, www Why, no, we say that johncosper.com and if anyone wants to see the wrestling stuff eatsleepwrestle.com
0: eatsleepwrestle.com go ahead and look that up right now cool awesome John thank you so much for taking the time to talk
2: to it us It's my pleasure it nice thank to meet you, me you guys nice to
0: meet you oh my gosh Otto Kim how are you so hilarious and genuine and charismatic all at the same time during those interviews that's what somebody... That was, was some hard quoted. work. <laughs> yeah, somebody quoted us. Uh, quoted No, I mean, somebody Somebody else was quoted as saying that. So on to the next oh, part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the next interview is Jeff Ignatowski, um, who is the creators of Killers the Card Game, um, which was pretty cool. It was very interesting. It was fun to... He explained it as like a cross between uh, Magic the Gathering and... Um, Oh, he said another... Uh, like a tabletop
1: role-playing game.
0: Yeah, I just can't remember exactly which one he said it I was can't. like.
1: Yeah, I can't either, but it was a no, tabletop.
0: And, uh, but it was really interesting, uh, and it's all based on serial killers and uh, different game styles and ways of play. It was very interesting, really cool. Uh, so we got a chance to talk to him about this. So you were saying you were just a big fan of It, uh, how, and you'd read it how many times?
3: I have read that book over a hundred times. That's yeah. incredible. Why? Because I love it. It is like the quintessential coming of age book, right? Right. And the kids go through their whole life and come back together as an adult and combat the same evil that they faced when they were kids. Like, how can you go wrong? I started reading that when I was like seven. Hi ho silver away. Okay. Okay. I imagine that's
0: a horse thing. I'm only thinking horses. It's gotta be a beautiful silver horse that's gonna carry Beverly out of the sewers at one point. It's gonna be beautiful. I um, but that be
3: completely wrong, but
0: you say that no. In my head right now it's a hundred percent right. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and if you get a chance to listen to our podcast, like this is kinda what it is, is me making ridiculous theories and like making a chance to like do everything, yeah.
3: I am Jeff Ignatowski and I am the creator of Killers the Card Game. Okay,
0: hold on. You have to tell us about that now.
3: <laughs> so I have a card game that is uh, it plays like a cross between D and D and Magic the Gathering. So it is all focused on all kinds of killers uh, from our infamous history of all kinds of genres.
0: That's incredible. As he's telling me this, he does have a bowler hat made of human faces. I do feel that that is an important Jeepers creeper style detail to bring to the podcast. Um, okay, that's awesome. And uh, do you wanna, where can they get the game? Is it out yet or is there anything like that?
3: Yeah, we just uh, got a Kickstarter that is fully funded, but you can check it out on KillersTCG.square.site That's our website. Check it out there. Or in two weeks, we will be running the Lady Killers expansion on Kickstarter. Right on.
0: Kickstarter and Square. Awesome. Thank you so much, dude. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm actually
1: kind of looking forward to his game, too. So.
0: Yeah, no, we definitely have to look it up, for sure. So then, uh, this uh, final interview, which uh, we were really... Uh, it was really nice just to have somebody just be plain out excited about it. Yeah, um,
1: total fangirl.
0: And this person, she didn't have anything. She was there. She was actually one of the convention goers, um, and her name is Stephanie. And so um, this is her interview, and we'll leave you with that. Um, before we go, though, one f- important thing to think about is next question for the next bookmark. Kim, do you, uh, do you know what this thought? Or, well, do you I know actually know the do qu- know it. <laughs> 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 I
1: actually do know it.
0: What are we talking um, about next week?
1: we're going to talk about your favorite serial killer story. I I don't want to hear that you have a favorite serial killer. That's weird, but a story that interests you or is intriguing to you. Tell us about it. I'll post it on the Facebook so that you can go there and comment. Also, don't forget to tell us what you're reading.
0: Yes. Tell us what you're reading. Go to Facebook, like us, communicate with us. And, um, don't forget to just, uh, Thank yourself for supporting small uh, businesses and art, I guess. Um, We need a good... And, uh, okay, what about like... And don't don't forget to put your bookmark in. This is Otto. (laughs) No, that was so bad. I don't know how to end this one. I'm Otto. And I'm Kim. And this has been First Time Through Bookmark, and we can't wait to finish Mr. Mercedes with you have a great day. Bye. Do you want to introduce yourself and then uh, just tell us what your favorite Stephen King novel is?
1: Hi, I'm Stephanie Sawyers. Um, I'm here from Kentucky. I don't know there's like eight billion. What's not to love about Stephen King? Uh, probably got hooked in the original like and I saw it when I was young and it just made me this mess I am today <laughs> and I absolutely adore no,
0: it makes me so anxious. I completely agree. What, what is your favorite thing about Stephen King? Then, like, what? Why do you keep like reading about it? Like, what it makes you so drawn his to him?
3: Mind is the most beautiful
1: thing in the entire world. I just seeing the world through what he. Oh my gosh, I, I don't even know how to. I've got chill bumps. I don't even know I how know, to explain great. it. That's so awesome. Um, his vision. You don't expect what he's gonna do. And people are the monsters, and that's exactly right.
0: No, uh, I think we we have a big collaborative list on this, but Misery is probably the scariest book we've read so far in season one. Have you read Misery? No. All right. Misery is so terrifying because that's something that can actually happen okay. to someone. Uh, no, and that's exactly like the people are the monsters. Are
1: the monsters. Scooby Doo had it right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stephanie, thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you. Otto, Kim, that was incredibly interesting. Great job today. If you would like to support First Time Through, you can follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, or send us an email at firsttimethroughpodcast at gmail.com. You can also become one of our patrons at slash firsttimethrough to get exclusive early access, to get exclusive videos, and to become our exclusive friends. If that's interested to you, I'm interested.
1: First Time Through, New Eyes on Castle Rock is produced by Empty Theater Productions, was created by Kim Payne and Otto Mullins, editing by Otto Mullins, music by Jason Rager, art by Kurt Payne at Who Knew Art.